So another thing that Jimmy Carr and Jordan Peterson mentioned in that podcast that I was listening to yesterday was this idea of of reinventing yourself. So the classic example of this is if is when you go to college or even if you change schools or even change jobs or to a lesser degree if you were to join a club. But the idea being that the idea being is that you you go to a new thing, whether it's a, a school, a prison, a fucking uh, coffee shop, you know. And I don't mean to, to get a cup of coffee, but to to start something new, to start a new job, to join a new football team, to go to. A, I was going to say to go to the gym. Gyms are kind of different because gyms are places that facilitate you to do that facilitate you doing what it is that you want to do. They're very different than clubs. Now, some gyms are great and they blur the line between being a a club and just a, a place that provides you with equipment to come in and do your own thing. But what I'm specifically talking about here is starting something new. And by starting something new, I don't mean picking up the guitar. I mean something that's going to have you introducing yourself to new people. And not in a on the street kind of a thing, but introducing yourself as the new member of this group that you are now joining. That's a great opportunity for you to, as they put it, reinvent yourself. So we'll take the classic example. The classic example is college. So you're born wherever you're born. You go to primary school, wherever you go to primary school, you go to secondary school, wherever you go to secondary school. The people in your primary school, odds are, are people from your locality. And look, you start when you're fucking four or five. So it's a bit, you're six years in it before you realise what it is that you're in. You're already embedded in it. Then you go to secondary school, and for the most part, you're going to know a load of people in that secondary school. Not for everybody, broad sweeping generalisation alert. But for most people, when you go to secondary school, you're going to know a couple of people in that secondary school that are there either already or that are starting at the same time as you. And important, more importantly than you knowing them, they know you. And the downside of them knowing you is there's a certain expectation. Your people are expected to act as they've always acted. So if you start secondary school and you say to yourself, I'm going to reinvent myself, I'm going to be a completely different person. That's going to be really jarring to the people who know you. People who know you are going to go, what the fuck is up with this dude? Now, it's not impossible. People can reinvent themselves within their own friend group, say, but it's infinitely harder infinitely harder i would argue that it's it's practically easy to do it with a new crowd and practically impossible to do it with your in crowd with the people who already know you and people who already have an expectation of you but when you hop skip and jump and toddle your way off to college that college could be in a different country or county and the odds of you being known within that are slim and even if you do know one or two people within that college colleges tend to be fucking huge Like thousands, if not tens of thousands of people. So you're a much smaller component part. Your being there makes up a far smaller percentage of you being in a smaller secondary school, say, that might only have a couple of hundred students. And I've experienced this a couple of times in my life. Most recently, I joined a writing group. Oh, fuck. I was going to say two years ago, but plus two for COVID. It was probably about four years ago. And I only did it for six months. But anyway, what I noticed was just the opportunity. Like, you walk in the door and you go... And even before you say 
hi, my name's Fran. Like, for me personally, do I introduce myself as Fran? As Frano? As Francis? I've never gone by Francis, but do I say Fran or Frano? My preference is Frano. I would much prefer people call me Frano. But when you meet somebody for the first time, Frano is an odd one, especially in a professional context. So in relation to work, like the name that's on my boxes is Fran McKeown. You know, for sales and orders inquiries, call Fran McKeown, not Frano McKeown. And when I was to introduce myself or when I'm to introduce myself to a potential customer or a potential buyer or, or a networking thing, it's Fran. It's Fran on my business cards. Should it be Frano? I'd like it to be Frano. Which is a weird one. I have a weird juxtaposition there in my head. And again, my my take on what Frano represents and what other people deem it to represent are two completely different things and that can be often at odds and there's there's a cornerstone of what I'm talking about here in relation to that there's what you project and there's what you're perceived as but getting back to starting something new or joining a new club you really get a prime opportunity to reinvent yourself because you get to to put your best foot forward or maybe even not your best foot forward maybe you get to put an experimental foot forward maybe you get to test the waters and one thing that's kind of populating my mind at the minute as I speak, what's essentially coming out of the wash, as I keep fucking seeming to say, is the idea that you don't put all your eggs in one basket. And what I mean by that is, let's say for argument's sake, you've always dreamt of joining a martial arts club. And there's one in your town. Now again, I'm, I'm exaggerating to make the point here, but hopefully you'll, get, you'll stay with me on the sentiment. Instead of joining that club, like put it this way, if you're happy in yourself and everything's great, join the club and be yourself and just introduce yourself the way you always have and everything's grand. But if you're keen to reinvent yourself, I wouldn't go somewhere that you'd love to stay for years. You're probably better off or it might be a good idea to pick something else and try out a personality nearly. I suppose this is only really specific to people who wanted to reinvent themselves because i'm 38 i don't particularly want to fucking reinvent myself at this age but a lot of younger people and maybe even older people than me aren't happy with who and what they are i'm quite comfortable with who and what i am thankfully i wasn't always but i'm fucking getting better at it and the more that i express myself and the more i become myself and the more that i better understand myself and by default better understand other people the better able i am to navigate in the world and the better my fucking standard of living has been my psychological standard of living i don't mean the amount of money that's in my bank account i mean the amount of money that's in my fucking own mental reserve because the amount of self-worth that we have like we we broadcast that to everybody all the time and we have a a weird sixth sense us humans we can, uh, like when you meet a really, really confident person, they don't even need to say hello. You can tell they're confident by the way they walk towards you, by the kind of eye contact they give you. And if you're not particularly adept at noticing these things, you'll definitely notice when somebody is crippled with anxiety. Because for a start, they won't even fucking look at you because they can't. And we kind of, we call it kind of obvious. Oh yeah, that that's not a sixth sense. That's just obvious. But what's obvious? The amount of micro things that you're observing, how fast they go left foot, right foot when they walk towards you, the angle of their head in relation to you, are they looking up above you or down at their feet? 
the way they swing their hips, the way they swing their arms, how high up around their ears, their shoulders are, how low down they are, how, how, how physically stressed. Like we can sense all these things. And it's one of those things that we just massively take for granted. And I'm just going to focus on the people who aren't particularly comfortable in their own skins and who would love to reinvent themselves. The bit of advice that I could give those types of people is, A, try something new, 100%. Join a new club. Do something different. You can't reinvent yourself without having an opportunity to reinvent yourself. And you can say that, like, that's the more on the more extreme end of things. You want to completely change yourself. Let's say if you just want to tweak yourself. Maybe you just want to improve yourself. Because most of us, myself, fucking foremost, are all about self-improvement and just getting better. At fucking everything, a wide range of different things. But you're not going to get better at anything without giving yourself the opportunity to get better at anything. And starting something different, joining a new club in particular, joining anything that's going to have you introducing yourself to new people, even just a networking event. Like for me personally, what now it depends very much on the on what it is that I'm doing, but who do I introduce myself as? Do I introduce myself as a you know a father, or a business owner, a martial artist, a fucking like what is it? But the beauty of meeting new people and putting yourself in a position whereby you have to explain yourself to somebody who doesn't know you from Adam. And that's the key part. They can't know you at all. If they kind of know you, then they kind of have a handle on you and there's a, there's a kind of an expectation. But when you meet somebody who's never seen or heard of you ever before, you get a real opportunity to put forward the type of person that you essentially want to be. Now, I'm not talking about lying straight to somebody's face and telling them that you're this wonderful person when you're really not. But it's just an opportunity for you to redefine yourself on your own terms. We all carry around different things that were... We all carry around baggage. And we know about our own baggage. There's things about ourselves that we don't like. And from even listening to me say that, there's things about ourselves that we don't like. Odds are, in your mind's eye, something is populated that is the thing that you don't like about yourself. So we, have, we carry this baggage around with us, each and every fucking one of us. But we project our baggage onto other people. So if there's something in your head, let's say you made a fool of yourself in front of some girl, whenever. Or boy, or whatever it was. Maybe it was a, in a professional context or in a social context. It doesn't matter. You made a bit of a tool of yourself. We're all capable of doing it every so often. You carry that baggage around with you, thinking that you're a bit less than, for want of a better term. But when you go into a social situation, a part of your mind, if you're carrying that baggage around about yourself, a part of your mind is saying that all the people in that room are thinking about you in terms of that thing that you did once. Now, maybe they are, maybe they're not. But we have a hard enough time getting a handle on what's rattling around in our own fucking domes without trying to figure out what's rattling around in everybody else's cunting domes. And what I'm going to end on here is a phenomenon known as epigenetics. Now, I'm not going to do a deep dive in epigenetics here. It, it deserves its own podcast, but I think it's a nice way to, to end this one. And what epigenetics is, is we have our genes and our genes determine, you know, our height and our fucking 
eye color and the length of our arms and the bone, our bone density, and it it determine it predetermines a lot of who and what you are, your hair color, your how strong you're going to be, how much testosterone you're going to have, and and all that kind of jazz. And you're to a large degree, you're stuck with the genes that you have. I have the genes that make me five foot eleven. I'd love to have the genes that made me six foot four, but I don't. So that's just tough fucking shit, Fran. I just need to be glad I'm not four foot nine. But what epigenetics are, there are genes in ourselves that dictate what we are to a large degree. But there are also genes that are dormant within us. And those genes only get turned on depending on the environment that we're in. So you might have the genes to be a really good swimmer. But those genes will never be turned on if you don't jump into a body of water every so often. So fundamentally, when you change your environment, and that's exactly what you're doing when you join a new club, you're, you're radically changing the environment that you find yourself steeped in. You literally change yourself. And I don't mean, you can be whoever you want to be, you just have to change your mindset. I mean, biologically, you will be different because you will be governed by different genes at the deepest of deepest levels. On that note, I'll chat you soon.